the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. Yeah, I thought we had a slow start. Things have been going well here and, and uh, I thought we waited too long and it came back to bite us. Uh, those are important points. We'll come back after break and we'll reset and get going again. The mindset in this room before games is one game at a time. Uh, obviously, we, we put together a few wins there, but uh, everyone knows how important points are this late in the season. So everyone needs to kind of reset, come back, uh, rejuvenated, get ready for some big games because we're going to have to win. They're a hard-working team. I know they're they're lower in the standings, but every team in this league is good. And, and uh, in order for us to win, we need to bring our A game and Well, that was Kevin Hayes, and the St. Louis Blues had their five-game winning streak snapped by the Columbus Blue Jackets as the Blues lost on home ice by a score of 1-0, only 21 shots on goal, 9 through the first two periods. The Blues went 0-3 for on the power play, four and a half minutes of power play time, zero shots on goal, and they just could not muster the energy to pull that one out and extend the winning streak to six games. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber, and welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. So the Blues 5-1 and one in their last six games, and they head into the All-Star break, having put themselves in a playoff spot with 33 games to go in the regular season. The Blues will be back at it after the break on February 10th, opening up a road trip in Buffalo against the Buffalo Sabres. That road trip will take them from Buffalo to Montreal and then into Toronto. The Blues fell to the Blue Jackets last night by a score of one to nothing. Not a lot of highlights in the game. Here's what we got. Bean, right point pass, good Branson shooting. Save off a slide of Bennington. Kessel skates down to his backhand. Centers Kairou, and another shot missed the post. Fight over on the far side. Tucker dropping the gloves with Olivier. Olivier trying to come with a right. Ducks under one from Tucker. Tucker gets in tight. Olivier trying to swing on the right side. Pons had a couple of them, and they eventually end up down on their knees. Goudreau now to Wierenski. Wierenski back door. They score. They get it over to Voronkov on a turnover by the top line at the top of the offensive zone circle. And the Blue Jackets score first, take a 1-0 lead, 4-11 into the third period. Cut off into the corner, Kessel. Whoop, nearly got his pocket pick. Johnson in front, Voronkov shooting. Save, Bennington, lose puck. And Jordan's going to see it at the side of the net. Proved to the goal, shot on, rebound, comes loose. Thomas wires it, and Merzlikens the save. Tori Krug slaps the puck ahead all the way on goal. Merzlikens is there to make the save. And the Blues' winning streak comes to a thud tonight in a 1-0 shutout at the hands of the Blue Jackets, who had not shut out a team all season long. 1-0 the final. St. Louis Blues lose to the Blue Jackets here on home ice to end that streak and head into the All-Star break. After the game, Steve Ott put both last night's game and the win streak into perspective. Well, uh, we played some pretty good hockey, obviously, and up until this point and got ourselves back in a playoff position. Uh, tonight wasn't good enough, obviously, on our end. And uh, as soon as we get back from that break, this is the next level, the gear that uh, you know kind of cranks this uh, league up, and we got to be ready to go to, uh, to try to get into the playoffs. 
Steve, how were you when you saw Tyler Tucker go out there and fight in Olivier, one of the toughest guys in the league? It's got to be a good spot for him coming up from his call-up. It sure is. I mean, he's trying to create uh, momentum. I thought we were a little bit flat at times, and, uh, you know, he's trying to do his job, create some momentum against a very tough customer, and he stood in there. Steve, maybe a bit of a tough question. Is this one more disappointing because of that streak, of the way you guys had been pulling games out? Yeah, for sure. I didn't think we were clean with a lot of pucks today and, um, you know, a lot of missed opportunities to shoot and be direct on this net and make some uh, some havoc around the cage and definitely uh, some areas we needed to clean up. Brandon Saad talked to the media after the game as the Blues head into the break. I think they, they competed hard, uh, clogged up the middle a lot. We were playing too much perimeter hockey, so... Um, yeah, they did a good job checking. Uh, we obviously didn't have our best game. You know, it doesn't seem like we have a lot of possession time in zone. Uh, power play has been big for us, but obviously, like you said, five on five hasn't been contributing too much. So it's uh, time to regroup over the break here and get back to work. Kind of seemed out of sync out there, um, but I think it just goes back to the willingness and competing and getting around the net. I think we just played two perimeter soft hockey and um, they competed hard. Uh, obviously, like I said, tonight wasn't our best, but uh, we played a lot of good hockey, so you kind of, you don't say throw away that game because all these points matter and they're big games, but at the same time, we, we played a lot of good hockey, so enjoy the break and, and regroup. We've come a long way, I think, since the start of the year, and um, yeah, we lost to, uh, to another bottom team, but they're all still NHL hockey players, so they can win hockey games, maybe a lack of focus or things like that we got to touch upon. But as a team, I think we're playing better. Let's check in with your head coach of the St. Louis Blues, Drew Bannister. We we didn't play well enough to, to win a hockey game here tonight. No question about that. The first period, I mean, we, were, we weren't skating. We weren't engaged at all. You know, the second period, I thought, we, we started to skate a little bit more, but again, we, we were playing cute hockey, and cute hockey doesn't win at this level. Everybody was was passenger tonight. There was there was no one that really stood out and, and led the way and got us going. Not not surprised by the result, by by how we played, but surprised by how we reacted and, and, and played the game and started the game, no question. The break's the break. Like, the break's ends after the game we had a we had a hockey game here to play and it was two important points and we let let it slip away it just felt like we 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 didn't work together as units of five so we, we weren't skating like from from the start we didn't we didn't skate so there wasn't a lot of support around the puck or <clears throat> we weren't able to establish a four check because we weren't skating breakdown for you on, on the goal? Uh, the entry. I mean, we had guys pulling up when we should have been driving to the net to open up the plays that were coming late and, and it would open up, but for for some reason we decided to pull up just inside the blue line instead of finishing our routes to the net. Drew, even when you won a few games, the shots were down a little bit and the uh, five on five goals were tough to come by. Yeah. We didn't do enough to generate offense. We weren't around the net. I thought we passed up a lot of shots, especially in the second period where we did have some pretty good looks, you know, in, in good areas where we should have shot the puck. Um, we started to shoot the puck a little bit more in the third and we had some opportunities, but it was too little, too late, too late. You know, I think this one's going to sit there for a while. It should sit there for a while. That's the head coach of your St. Louis Blues, Drew Bannister. All right, Joe Vitale helped us break the game down. We talked about this game in and of itself individually as well as the big picture of where the Blues are right now. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's not something that hasn't been happening. I think that's what's important to focus on. You know, you had back-to-back -back games on that road trip with 18 shots on goal, and you won those games in overtime, 4-3, to three, both of them. That's a rarity. That's not going to happen very often. And I think that St. Louis, sometimes when you get into these rhythms where you're winning, you know, are you missing lessons? You know, I know the coaches certainly are on top of it. The players are aware of it. 
But they got away with a lot over the last two weeks. Yep. You know, it was it was in our pregame, it was in my our postgame after that Los Angeles game. At some point, you look at the numbers, the attempts against, the chances against, the shots against. Eventually, this is going to happen. It's just only natural. The numbers can only be swayed for so long. And when you're looking at a Blues team that for, you know, four out of the five games were outshot, outchanced, outattempted, and you're leaning on your goaltending and you're leaning on the two guys in this backstoppers who bail you out, eventually that's going to dry up. Just statistically and analytically speaking, over a stretch of a season, you're not you're going to win less games than you're going to lose. So with that being said, the game we saw here tonight is actually pretty common to the game we've been seeing lately. It's just a matter of they just never drove it. They never got the spark. They never had that catalyst line. They didn't have a power play that would executed well enough to get you a goal, to get you in the game, or get you back in the game. You know, we didn't see any power plays late in the game either. That was kind of their saving grace through a lot of the last stretch. So this was a game where they started slow, never really grabbed the game in any moment. Uh, Columbus then, of course, takes advantage in the third period. They get that goal, and, and they just shut it down defensively. I thought Columbus played a terrific game defensively. They were tight at the lines. They didn't allow any east-west plays. In fact, it was an east-west play that Thomas made to Kyrie that was cut off that led to the one and only goal of the game. So they were sharp there. They were good. They were desperate. They were a hungry team. Uh, not a great road trip. Has not been a great season. And we talked about it before the game, Curbs. This was a whole different type of focus for St. Louis to come into this game. You know how well, you know what focus it takes to, to take on a Vancouver team in Vancouver. You know the focus it takes to take on a, a Rangers and a Boston Bruins team on home ice as they did in January. That is a sharpness that you know you have to be good in order to give yourself a chance. This is a different type of focus. This is we don't have to be perfect, and we probably can still win this game. And that's where that catch-22 can really mess with your mind. And I think these Blues players, as good as the stretch has been, I think they can look themselves in the mirror and just recognize that the effort just wasn't what it needed to be, the focus and the, the insertion into the game wasn't it needed to be in order to come out victors here tonight. And I think that the team that outworked them more uh, won here tonight in Columbus Blue Jackets. It's the kind of loss that softens a five-game win streak. You know, it softens a f- five-game win streak, and it's really unfortunate. But I think as we turn this into the big picture, like you yeah. said, I mean, let's imagine going into the that road trip like they did starting with the – well, actually, start with the Washington Capitals game here. If we were to say you got six games left, you're going to be 5-1. and one. You don't know which games you're going to win. You don't, you don't know which games you're going to lose. I mean, you're going to Vancouver, to Calgary, to Seattle. You're playing the Los Angeles Kings that were hungry, right? You're thinking, maybe you lose that game to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Maybe you lose that game to Seattle. You're happy with it. You're happy with it because the big picture, you're 5-1. and one. But, but, to your point, but, but to your point, you could easily be 6-0. and oh. But you should have been 6-0. and oh. You should have been 6-0. You and should oh. have been 6-0 and oh because – and th- th- it's an interesting thing. We talked a lot about th- – to this about Cam Jansen, the sports psychology aspect of it. And yeah, as broadcast is one thing. You're, you're a player that has been in it. You know there's just going to be games going. You missed the playoffs in this this season by maybe a point or two, and you easily are looking at two games against the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah. as a reason. You're looking at a game or a game against uh, San Jose or Chicago, okay? Those are the four that stick out in, in my head in a really big way there because it wasn't just the fact, like, you're going to play well and lose some games, and then you're going to play like you did tonight and lose some games. And, and the playing well and losing games – that 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 you stomach, this you don't. Mm-hmm. And but the psychological part of it is okay. You're right. You would have been happy with a five and one stretch. So that's the big picture. That's what you take out of out of the last six games. At the same time, once you beat Vancouver and once you beat LA, 
the difference is, and Doug Armstrong has referenced it, that killer instinct mm-hmm. to get that next mean one, and this was that. It was that. And you know what? To your point, if you're going to go 5-1 and one in this six-game stretch, you'd rather that loss come somewhere in the middle or the beginning. But this, you know, hockey players, are they're like goldfish. They have those short-term memories. And, and these <laughs> these games, these are the ones that kind of stick with the coaches and players throughout the next 10-game 10 10 game break. It really does. I mean, because yeah. you're going as good as your last game, and players do feel that. So the only thing that would be a little bit concerning is, is this kind of disrupt a little bit of confidence they, they've built over the last couple weeks because it certainly was not the, the team and the game that we've been seeing over the last couple weeks. And, and as we come out of this stretch of games, Curbs, it's a it's a massive road trip coming up for St. Louis with Buffalo, Montreal, Toronto, tough buildings, tough teams, all you know looking to kind of make some hay, certainly Toronto Maple Leafs looking to kind of get back in the winning side of things. So it's going to be a tough trip on the road. So you just, you just hope that this game in itself, if you isolate it, sweep it on the rug, that's the positive. But you don't want this thing to linger, hang on, and and really affect the confidence that this team has certainly built over the last few weeks. So you let's let's now go to even more important big picture. Here's what the win streak did for you on a tremendously positive side. It pulled you back into the thick of it. You easily could be sitting right now going into this all-star break saying, they're done. You're you're turning the page. Yep. You're finding out. Okay, you've got Sunquista UFA. You've got Scandella UFA. There were 25 scouts in the building tonight to watch these two teams play. There were three from Las Vegas. There were some from Colorado. There were two from Tampa Bay. There were a lot of scouts in this building. You pulled yourself back in the playoff picture, and you just maybe made it a little bit harder on management to decide what you're going to do. So to your point, coming out of it. That's a fantastic positive here because you jumped a whole bunch of teams. And while there's one more day of of games to go for some teams, whether Nashville jumps over you, how that happens, do you stay in a playoff spot, you know you're going to be within one or two points of it. Coming out, you've got 14 games before the March 8th trade deadline, which is a Friday. It comes in the middle of a long road trip for the Blues. It has them on the East Coast going against Philadelphia, the Islanders, the Devils. Then you got the Friday, March 8th trade deadline. Then you've got the Rangers in Boston on the road. I, I would have to think that road trip that you're talking about is a real set-the-tone kind of road trip that could dictate which way Doug Armstrong decides to go if he hasn't already or potentially change his mind on how you're going to steer it well and remember last year it was the road trip right before the all-star break that led to that decision it was the final game against the arizona coyotes they lost it was a a treacherous road trip and that set his mind on this is the direction of this team and then of course within weeks we lost tarasenko we lost o'reilly then there was barbashev uh, nico mikola and and, you know noel charlie and just the names started to come and, and he got after it pretty quickly now i think you've bought yourself some time as a team because now you sit at five games over 500 with a loss here tonight. You're five games over. You know, and again, we're, we're trying as a team. You're thinking, okay, got to get the 10, got to get the 11, probably got to get the 12 or 13 realistically. So you got some work to do. And that road trip coming out of the break, could you go two and one? Could you sweep that road trip like we just saw? You know, can you figure out a way to go eight, nine? And then all of a sudden, management has to think a completely different thing because you are right there um, to put together a final stretch of the season before the trade deadline that this could be the group to sneak in. And listen, it's crazy, but I was talking to Bernie Federico about this this morning. Get in. Yeah. Get in. Our goaltending right now. You got the difference maker in net. I would put our goaltending, Bernie Federico, he's seen a lot of goalies. He's like, Joe. 
I've watched all these games. These goalies can't save the puck. Our goalies are making the saves. These other teams, these goals are going right past them, whether it be in Seattle. We saw Decord uh, we, the other day in L.A. Um, you know, with their backup, you know, letting pucks through. We saw uh, Jacob Markstrom with the fluky goal late. Our goalies are not letting up these fluky goals late. I mean, the only goal in tonight's game was a backdoor tap-in that any goalie, no goalie can save that puck. There are not pucks that are sliding through the holes of our goalies right now. So that, to me, you know, for the Blues fans out there, this group, get in. Get in because you have the most valuable thing going right now for you. Is you have a goaltender that can truly steal a series. I really oh, yeah. mean that, down to the heart of me. So, but the Blues have to do, the, they have to pull their way too. They have to meet management halfway. You got to say, okay, you want us to get in? You want to make a push? We got to start making more hay. We made a lot of hay over the last two weeks. But a good little reset. I think it's a great road trip. I think the timing of a road trip coming out of a break like this is perfect. You've been with your family. You've been relaxed. Now let's get on the road. It's almost like playoffs. Like it's business-like. Get to a hotel. Get together. Have the meetings in the hotel. Get your pregame naps. No distractions. And get right back to work on the road against three teams you really can't have on the road. And all of a sudden you're six, seven, and maybe even eight games over 500 coming back home. And then in a really good spot in the driver's seat to really control your own destiny moving forward. You cannot let a five-game winning streak turn into a three-game losing streak. Well, that, that's the yeah, key. That is that is the key. Absolutely right. You cannot absolutely give it right. back. And that's what they've been doing a lot over the last two seasons. Right. Um, this is the first time they've really pulled ahead, and this is where now you really have to not only stop the bleeding, but keep propelling it in the right direction. They put we themselves. Recently, sorry, we yeah. recently saw the Seattle Kraken go on a long eight- or nine-game winning streak followed by a four-game losing streak and gave back so much that they're chasing again. Exactly right. That's that's the key. And that's where it's it's a struggle. And that's where you have to look at what you just did, and you can't look at that as a, that was a great stretch for us. No, no, that was the standard stretch. We have to make that the standard now moving forward because we didn't do ourselves a lot of favors in the first half. We didn't have an explosive start like the Colorado Avalanche or the New York Rangers or the Boston Bruins. So now we put ourselves in a position where we have to look at this five games, six game stretch or going five and one. That that is not a great stretch. That is a standard stretch. You have to look at that as that has to be mandatory when you're looking at these five to six game segments. You gotta t- you gotta treat them as four to two segments. You gotta treat them as five to one, maybe six and zero. Oh. Every now and then a four and three, right? But aside from that, they gotta be winning segments moving forward from here on out, and that's gotta be the standard that has to be set with this group. All right, what do you got for the Bud Light three stars of the game and your work boots tonight? Number three here tonight, the assist on the winner Warensky. Number two, the game winner Veronkov, and I thought Merzlikins deserved the number one star with the shutout, a terrific save early in that third period on Jake Neighbors really keep the game 0-0. That was the deal breaker for me here tonight. Tyler Tucker with the work boots fought one of the toughest guys in the league on his first game getting called back up from his conditioning stint. I thought he was fantastic in the game aside from that but going up against an Olivier like he did right there that was a pretty tough customer as Steve Ott said so we'll give Tyler Tucker the work boots. Thank you Joe. Let's check in with Tim Woodburn veteran hockey broadcaster. He's covered major and minor league sports for over 30 years. Here's his take on last night's game as the Blues head into their long break. Well, Chris, it's not exactly the way you want to go into the All-Star break with a shutout loss at home. The Blues just could not punch one across. They played okay. Shots were pretty even. Penalty kill was pretty even. Blues cannot score a power play goal tonight, and uh, it hurt them. And uh, Columbus is a team that's always given the Blues a lot of uh, a lot of hassle. But uh, losing one nothing going into the power play break, not the way you want to end it. But uh, hopefully they'll come out and have a big second half, uh, which starts next week. they got a nice long layoff. For Curbside Reaction, this is Tim Woodburn.
Tim, thank you very much. Well, a couple quick nuggets from last night's game. The Blues had four minutes and 32 seconds of power play time, did not get a shot on goal. They finished a stretch of 21 games heading into this All-Star break under Drew Bannister and with a record six games over 500 under Bannister at 13-7-1. There was a fight in last night's game. Tucker fought Olivier in the second period. That was the first fight in 20 games. As a matter of fact, the last fight prior to that, it was Tucker against Matthew Kachuk. Well, the St. Louis Blues have had only 88 shots on goal in their last four games. That's an average of just 22 shots on goal. That's something that's going to need some focus. Coming out of the break with 33 games remaining, it was the first game of the season where the Columbus Blue Jackets had shut out the opponent. And, of course, the Blues snapped that five-game winning streak. So my takeaway for the St. Louis Blues after last night's game comes from a big-picture standpoint. Did they bring enough to the ice to win the game last night? Nope. It was not a good enough effort. It was another one of those games against a team that was down, that was injured, that didn't have their best players, and the Blues needed to find a way to get the win. They didn't do it. So what does it mean? Well, moving forward, the Blues are going to come out of the break on February 10th in Buffalo. They come out five games over 500 at 26-21-2. On home ice, 15-9-1. They've been pretty doggone good in front of the home crowd this season. There are 33 games remaining in the regular season. The games are going to get tighter. The defenses are going to get stronger. And those key moments in a game are going to get more and more important, as Steve Ott mentioned in his interview with us after the game. So with 33 games remaining, the Blues have themselves right in the middle of a playoff race, and they have a chance at making the playoffs, which when you think about what Doug Armstrong talked about at the beginning of the season, it's right about where this team should be. He didn't believe that the Blues are good enough to be in the top third. He believed they're better than being in the bottom third. He believed they're right in that middle third. And the goal he said this season is to be the top end of that middle third. And that top end of the middle third will be knocking on the door for a playoff spot and even finding your way in. Now, they've got to get a couple of guys healthy during the break. We'll see in a couple weeks after the break exactly where Kasperi Kapanen is at. He was on the ice earlier yesterday at the morning skate. Justin Falk didn't play. If he can get him healthy, that's a big guy to get back in the lineup as well. And then, of course, we'll see the health of Scott Perunovich, where that is at after this break as well. So getting healthy is going to be a big part of it. When they come out of the break, there will be 14 games to go before the trade deadline. The trade deadline this season is Friday, March 8th. That'll be in the middle of a long road trip the Blues will have that takes them from Philadelphia to the New York Islanders to the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers and Boston. And the game, the trade deadline rather, is the day before the Rangers game that Friday, March 8th. So 14 games between when the Blues start up on February 10th again and the trade deadline. What they do in the beginning of that stretch of games, including that road trip in Buffalo, Montreal, and Ottawa, could help steer the ship and dictate what Doug Armstrong does as the trade deadline approaches again. You've got some unrestricted free agents at the end of the year, a guy like Oscar Sundquist. You've got somebody like Marco Scandella. You've got players that other teams are interested in as well. There were 25 scouts in the arena last night watching that game between the Blue Jackets and the St. Louis Blues. No doubt to watch the Blue Jackets as well. But no doubt they're also keeping an eye on some of the Blues players, depending on the direction the Blues decide to go. And this next stretch of games coming out of the break, as the Blues have done a great job by clawing themselves back into the playoff picture, will determine a lot of what the St. Louis Blues are going to do towards the end of those 14 games and into the month of March. 
So it was a good run for the Blues of five straight wins that brought them into the playoff picture that came to a halt with a 1-0 loss last night. They'll regroup during the break. Robert Thomas will represent the St. Louis Blues at the All-Star Game in Toronto. Don't forget to keep an eye on him. You can follow his adventure at the All-Star Game on stlouisblues.com or, of course, by downloading the St. Louis Blues app as well. And then we come back at you with Blues Hockey on February 10th in Buffalo. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. I appreciate everybody that continues to download these after each and every game. And we'll continue it again as the Blues get rolling in their final 33 games of the regular season. They're in the playoff hunt. There's a playoff chase and nothing more exciting than that as you head down the stretch in the National Hockey League. And we'll get it back going on February 10th. I'm Chris Kerber. Have a great break. Stay safe. And we will see you at the rink.